last week on Pods Unchained. Yeah, I, f- I feel it in my bones. I think we're, I think we're getting awfully close to uh, at least Genesis on IMX. I hope um, we haven't had any news recently. Yeah, I mean, I there I feel like there's. I feel like there's clues. I'm mm. being cryptic on purpose. Interesting. Uh, because I don't want to be terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah. But, um... All right, you I heard it here first, everybody. Caution it. Fund says Genesis on IMX this week. And I said this week. <laughs> Correction. No, um, <laughs> I, 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 I do think soon, though. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pods Unchained, episode number 17. This is the show where we talk about all things Gods Unchained, and blockchains, and NFTs, and Gods Unchained. Joining me as always is my very intelligent friend who's going to drip some alpha on us later as he promised. Caution fun. Caution, how are you doing this week? Doing well, man. Uh, Thanks for the, the little hype teaser there. Make sure uh, you guys get your umbrellas out. It's going to be dripping alpha. I just, it's falling out of my pockets at this point. I got to get it somewhere, you know? Oof, I can't wait. He hasn't told me either, so I'm I'm in the dark. I can't wait to hear this, <laughs> this sweet, sweet alpha. I hope it's right now. There's a lot of pressure. Anyways, how are you, Copper? <laughs> yeah, D-Y-O-R, uh, N-F-A. So, mm. I am excellent. I uh, had a pretty good weekend. Came in the came in the top ten, uh, just top ha- seven, top right? seven even, yeah. Uh, I just have to say that that's a, that's a nice another back to back for Pods Unchained hosts. That's a it's been a couple back to back, to back. yeah, been a couple weeks since uh, we had done some back to back to backs, but uh, back on top, no problem. Yeah, easy clap. Yeah, as they say. <laughs> what did you end up running? I ran uh, the OP light deck that I actually did on my YouTube channel uh, with you. Oh, yeah, one. yeah. So uh, if anybody uh, wants to see the exact deck that I played in a video form, check out that YouTube video with uh, Caution Fun and myself. And I will say though that I have now modified that deck as of today because I bought myself a forty-eight dollar blind martyr. Hey. Yep. Bringing it up to speed. All right. So I finally owned two blind martyrs. Uh, it's a dream come true. How was your weekend? Oh, not good, Bob. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, no, yeah, it was it was it was a rough weekend uh, in the caution fun household. There, I was just all these pesky IRL responsibilities got to me, so I didn't get to start until like you know one a.m you know like eight hours before the event ends so i tried to sit down with ramp magic but it was just taking too long so i ended up switching to some uh (laughs) unproven aggro decks oh no Uh, well well, one of them's pretty well proven it's a slayer war but uh that deck hard loses to frontline and relic removal and uh both of those things are pretty abundant in the meta so uh ended up with a pretty trash record but i'm just glad i was (laughs) able to get 25 games in to be honest nice uh, uh, yeah, I'm glad you picked up the slack for us there. Yeah, someone had to carry us this week. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I got to, I got a nice little sandwich there between uh, shout-outs to Business Socks and Mirage. Uh, a couple TSC oh. people getting in the top 10 there. With a, yeah, the sandwich trio. A little, little, uh, little sandwich there. So 
not a bad not a bad place to end up. Yeah, you're in good company. I felt I felt like I I got a little bit of uh, revenge from from the previous double rewards week where the final game I lost to uh, Business Socks, and uh, so this oh. this week I eked him out by I think four MMR or something some slim margin. Needed to win my last three or something like that, and I I saw Business oh. Socks there, and I was like, ooh, if I win three, I get my revenge. So a little extra motivation. Uh, yeah, that's, that's good stuff. What goes around comes around, and uh, balls <laughs> in his court. Let's see how this week goes. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> got a target on your back, huh? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, Mirage finished in front of me, so I guess uh, I guess I'll put a target on his back. <laughs> good luck with oh, that, man. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he's got hidden. Oh no, yeah, he does. That's fine. It's expected at this point. How are you gonna stop that guy? Hope and pray. <laughs> uh, speaking of stopping that guy, there are a couple tournaments coming up, which I have to assume that he's registered for. Pretty sure I saw him registered in one of them at least. Uh, we've got the community tour. Two tournaments are now open for registration. One is filled up, but you could still nab yourself a waitlist spot. And based on the fact that a lot of people haven't checked in still, even though uh, they were supposed to check in, uh, if you're listening to this and you have registered for Lions Tournament and you did not go to his Discord and click that little check mark box that says, yeah, I signed up and also I'm here and ready to go, you better go do that or you're going to get yourself DQ'd. <laughs> yeah, click the emote. Yeah, it's as simple it's, as that. I know it's very confusing. <laughs> um, and like that's like I'm only half joking. It's uh, I've actually had a tough time keeping up with uh you know what i'm signed up for what starts when and it's only too deep i know <laughs> well so crazy. so you're not wrong i mean it's it's always been so tough like like with the tournaments that trigger haven and i put on like there's always so many steps and and honestly the more steps though the the least amount of people that on day one show up and then are like where's my opponent why did my opponent not show up uh, yeah, no, there's a lot so, of friction. And, yeah, um, it's it's tough though. It's tough to find that line of like we got to make sure everyone who's in this is ready to go and serious, uh, but also not make everybody jump through eighty hoops in fifteen different platforms. It'll be nice if one day there's a nice central location where uh, you can just literally do everything, do scheduling, you know, do 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 the whole nine yards. Absolutely, oh, yeah. That's Maybe the, uh, that's some dream. sort of mechanism to encourage people to show up on day one. Um, yeah, yeah, because that, I mean, you want to make them free to enter, of course. It's the yeah. most inclusive way to go about it, especially when you have uh, sponsored prize pools, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, people see free to enter, they go, well, I got nothing to lose. <laughs> exactly. I just sign up. And then they realize, you know, a couple of days before, oh, I'm actually going out that day. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> no skin off my back. Right. But, you know, you're you're stealing a spot from somebody else who might want to play. Yeah. You know? I will say community so. gaming, community gaming, who is sponsoring the first two events as well uh, as uh, immutable. So the first two prize pools are already over. Uh, there's like well over $2,650 or exactly that much. I shouldn't say over, but if there's even <laughs> one more penny donated to the prize pool, I'll chip in 50 cents. <laughs> yes. All right. You guys heard it here first. There is over $2,650.49 worth of prizes <laughs> in the first two tournaments of the cup, which is incredible. So big shouts to Community Gaming and Cods Unchained. 
Uh, community gaming does have a check-in mechanism, but uh, their site is built for like one day events pretty much. So if you want people to check in like a day before, I don't think that's an option, at least not the way Lion set it up. Uh, Lion set it up initially that you had to check in an hour before, but you don't have to play in the first hour of the event if it's days and weeks long. So uh, hopefully hopefully that's something maybe they can they can tweak in the future. Yeah. But big shouts to them for sponsoring the first two events of the tour. Oh, yeah, above all else, yeah. And uh, I would take a look at that fifth event and uh, get your checkbooks out. Um, what does that mean? Why would I get my checkbook out? No, no, no. For community game, I, I'm trying to get sponsors for the TS tournament. Oh, I thought you were talking to me to get my checkbook out. Well, I mean, if you're willing. You know. <laughs> I'll. You know what? I I wasn't gonna do this, but uh, right here, right now, on Pods Unchained, episode seventeen, I will cents. sponsor fifty cents <laughs> <laughs> to the TS tournament. Uh, <laughs> You have my word on that. Uh, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> it is gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so anyway, people can register for the Octo Cup, uh, which is o- Team Octopus's uh, event. And they've got like uh, $1,650. I think I said that right, right? $1,650? Yeah. Yep, that's right. Uh, I think they have $900 in ETH. And then they've got things like a Genesis chest. Uh, a bunch of like diamond and gold cards. Uh, so there's going to be a bunch of prizes. I want that Genesis chest. I'm coming for it. Um, so y'all better watch out. Yeah, I can't wait until Genesis chests are like fully functional. I I think I, I I'd like to crack one, but I, I just want to make sure it's going to like work <sighs> seamlessly first. You know what I mean? I think they actually. I don't know if they got clarification on that. I know uh, someone was asking in the Discord last night if uh, if opening a Genesis chest right now would immediately mint the cards to IMX or if like they'd then be in some type of limbo where they need to be minted at a, a later date. So that one we might oh, need some clarification on. Yeah, it's a can of worms. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of stuff that uh, because of the pivot to IMX, I'm sure it's just like nightmarish, but... Uh, once it's all smoothed out and and ready to go, which we are in the moving in the right direction. Um, oh, in a big way. In a in big, such a big way. Big way. Who could have seen it coming? Um, I think we had someone last week on this very podcast. Yes, we did. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was um, it was no, you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I distinctly oh, remember. I felt it in my bones. Yeah, you saw you spotted it on the website. You said I spy with my little eyes. Something is amiss. Some some game is afoot. Absolutely. And you called it. Uh, Tell them what I'm you called. So amped. Ah, Genesis on IMX. End core. That's, that, that's the big thing. Yeah, I'll tell you what I didn't call. Uh, Etherbots on uh, IMX. Yeah. Or core or promo cards. Um, I mean, the core and promos make sense on account of uh, those were minted to the same contract address as Genesis. So right. like, why not? Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure on Etherbots. I thought that might be a different contract, but um, hmm. either way, they're all there now. Yeah. And, uh, it's wild. Oh, man, it is, it is wild. Um, order books are a little thin, so we haven't gotten some like really great intel on you know where prices are going to wind up. Yeah. But um, 
just I, I i did purchase a couple of cards uh i did sell quite a few cards Ooh. and um just the, uh, the frictionless experience it's just amazing uh what uh what was your biggest sale so far uh, my biggest sale like individual card i guess yeah. um uh it, it would it would probably be an underbrush bore like right at the very beginning it was like 0.02 um just like, thought it was a little much like the second uh, that it went on sale i i, I want to say it was like uh, maybe half an hour after after it went live oh, okay because um, I saw I was a, on Token oh, Tro- I saw on Token Trove a boar come up like that was like the first thing I saw s- s- sold, and I think it sold for like fifty or sixty dollars or something, and I was like Jesus, if boars are worth this much, I better go start selling my boars. Yeah, I think I think I think I sold two for like forty a piece and two for thirty six a piece, um, and then I sold a couple. There were a couple of commons that. Uh, when ETH was like 200 bucks and gas was like one guay, um, I had put up a bunch of like bulk buy orders for some commons uh, and people filled them. <laughs> so like my, my acquisition cost for it was like, you know, 10 cents a pop because I didn't have to pay gas and uh, ETH was super, super cheap. And uh, I was looking around, and like people were picking up like portal wranglers. One of them, for instance, people were picking up portal wranglers for like ten bucks a piece. So um, I sold yeah. off some of them, and uh, immediately put them right back into God's Unchained cards. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, are you gonna drip some drip some alpha on us now? Oh yeah, I was gonna ask about your general user experience first. Um, uh yeah. I so so far I sold a handful of cards, not that many, but I did sell a couple pyramid wardens, a couple black rhinos. Um, well, honestly, that's it. on a triumvirate profit. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I sold that for point zero one two five. Not very much, but. I was thinking about picking up a couple core cards. Um, core is tough. I thought it were like a decent price, but with, you know, apparently uh, I knew the Forge was, you know, coming back at some point, um, but apparently you were oh. telling me right before the show here, it's coming up relatively soon. Yeah, so Dan the Dev um, in my stream earlier today was saying that it's coming up next, according to Petrocore, uh, I believe. Uh, or maybe he believes yeah it might have been it might be a whisper down the lane situation but i believe forge is coming up next is the plan so if 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 true uh that's that's gonna be huge yeah it's big big if true absolutely for sure and uh you know i'm just thinking about the surplus of core cards that oh yeah a lot of players have built up over the past few months um so any core cards I may be looking to accumulate for uh, shiny versions, I, I'd probably behoove me to wait. Oh yeah, until uh, until the supply shock comes in. Oh yeah, the forge reopening for sure. Right but, now, um, I mean, there's only like 60 copies of like certain core cards out there, so it's like, you know, if you want to buy one of them, even though they're on IMX now, it doesn't really mean anything for core because they're still so limited that they're still so expensive. So yeah, those will eventually come down, but. 
Until then, you should buy my Asterius for 0.16. Holy moly. <laughs> That's the cheapest one that on there. That is bold. <laughs> okay. If, if anyone <laughs> undercuts me, then I'll undercut them. But until then, 0.16 is the cheapest Asterius. So uh, if you want one, wow. there's only like a couple yeah. copies forged, you know? Hey, get two. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. One six. <laughs> anyway, or um, if anyone has a realistic offer they would like to, me to entertain, feel free to hit me up. Yeah, if you want to trade for a Jason or something. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get it. To be honest, I hope you get it. Um, and uh, I can uh, maybe I can give you a little. Uh, anyways, so here's what I what I was most excited about when IMX launched uh, Etherbots. The Etherbot set. Yeah. I have been eyeing these cards for so long, uh, mostly because they're Atlanteans. You know, yep, I yep. love Atlanteans, and there are some awesome Atlanteans in the Etherbot set. Um, but you know, for, for as long as I've played the game, they've been untradeable. Uh, so they've been like so close, yet so far. I see people play them against me. Right. Uh, I see them, you know, on Open Sea when people would list them, but uh, couldn't purchase them. Uh, so and I was not expecting those to be launched alongside Genesis on IMX. Yeah. Uh, so that was a pleasant surprise. And, um, you know, so immediately I was on the Etherbots, you know, filter page, just hard refreshing, looking for some <laughs> of the cards that I've been wanting to pick up. And uh, I ended up getting some. Wow. And then I was like, I was like, man, like I was like, you know, most of my budget, I should probably look into like whether or not that was worth it, you know? <sighs> Uh, so I did some research, and um, I would love to share with you guys uh, what I found. Uh, you know, taking care of the listeners the best I can here. Um, so uh, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go off for a bit. Go for uh, it. Well, I guess first, for the uninitiated, uh, the Etherbot set is a promotional set. Uh, it consists of 16 cards, and they were given to players who redeemed eligible Etherbots parts. Uh, Etherbots was a game made by Fuel Bros, I believe, which is now immutable. Um, so, you know, in order to, I guess, thank supporters of their uh, first game, they gave them access to Etherbots cards, uh, you know, and gave them a use case for their old Etherbots items. Um, so basically, for every four Etherbots parts, you could redeem them for a card pack of four Etherbots cards. Uh, the Etherbot's parts had different shiny tiers similar to Gods and Chain cards. And uh, for every shadow or gold part you redeemed, you would receive one shadow or gold card in each pack. And there were two special cards. Uh, one was called a Lambo. <laughs> the other was called an Ancient Protector. And if you used one of those in your redemption you would receive one legendary uh, Gods Unchained card named Golden Golem in your pack. Mm. So including that Golden Golem, uh, the set consists of three legendaries, three epics, four rares, and six commons. Um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I guess I should say, before I go any further, um, a couple disclaimers regarding the Etherbot set. Uh, these are not evergreen, as Genesis cards are. And it's unclear to me whether or not they can still be nerfed or buffed. Um, I tried to ask in the balance channel, 
whether or not they would be receiving a balance patch before they were made tradable, whether or not they could be balanced after being made tradable. Uh, I didn't get an answer, so I'll be sure to follow up on that as soon as I find out. But uh, in the meantime, it's unclear to me. And uh, lastly and foremost, none of this is financial advice. All right? I'm just thinking out loud. Okay? <laughs> Don't speculate on cards. Anyway, um, back to speculating. <laughs> Listen to some of these uh, circulating supply numbers here. Uh, so the three legendaries we have. There's right? like 300 of them, right? Yeah, it, we got Golden Golem, which has 380 Jesus. Uh, total copies, including like that includes Meteorite, Shadow, Gold, Diamond. Uh, we have the Aether Chest, which is 334. That's actually the lowest out of the three legendaries. And then uh, we have the Iron Horse, which I believe was somewhere right in the middle of those two. Um, so just for comparison's sake, one of the most popular uh, GU promo cards is uh, Blessed Chimera. Uh, Blessed Chimera trades at about you know 0.24 ETH or so. And uh, same deal, it's a promo card, it's not evergreen. Uh, and there are 688 Blessed Chimeras. And, uh, you know, so you're looking at an Aether chest, there's less than half as many Aether chests as there are Blessed Chimeras. So Yet, just let uh, me interrupt real quick. There, I think they actually, oh, I think they actually trade, the cheapest one is point four two zero six nine yeah four twenty six nine is the cheapest blessed chimera uh so uh, that's oh, like... i was going off of like last sold on uh you know the pre-imx market gotcha i sold mine for point uh, point eight so those were definitely uh going for uh, probably more than point two five but maybe one eth shot up oh yeah, yeah i don't know but maybe definitely. maybe the new floor the is they be, went yeah. for multiple ETH. yeah um, i know <laughs> that's crazy same with first phoenix like they oh used to man go for four or five ETH. they're down to about one on average I, I took the last like eight sales and averaged them out gotcha and uh, that's how i came to point two four eth gotcha um but yeah i mean regardless you know 688 chimeras 0.24 eth a piece 334 aether chests 0.21 eth a piece yeah not exactly even steven there now i know what you're thinking caution blessed chimera is an epic you can run two you know you mm. can only run one legendary Okay, well, let's take an epic from the Etherbot set. The coolest one, in my humble opinion, is a card called Howler Golem. As a 7 mana 5-5 five, five with Protected and Roar, deal 2 damage to all enemy creatures. And uh, Howler Golems, there's only 569 of those. So they're epics, same as Chimeras. 688 Chimeras, 569 Howler Golems. They're more scarce than Chimeras. And uh, last I checked, the floor price, the floor price was 0.2 ETH. Uh, last night, somebody listed five of them for 0. .07. I'm thrilled to say I picked up two at a wow. that price point. Because I was just, you know, I, I, that, and that was before I looked into the, the supply numbers. I'm just an idiot. <sighs> I buy first and ask questions later. But um, I just wanted them so bad, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, and especially now, like looking at them, like just relative as far as the scarcity proposition goes, I mean, it. it they seem to be a much better value than uh, the Blessed Chimeras there. And, uh, you know, so you look at First Phoenix, those still go for about one ETH. There's about 240 First Phoenix. Uh, so they're about twice as many Howler Golems. But, uh, you know, the, uh, I guess, relative price is a little bit out of line. Um, kind of implying that Howler Golem is uh, relatively cheaper than either of the other two more prominent promos, I guess. 
Um, and I, I was even looking, those are the more, you know, pricier options, you know, we're looking at epics and legendaries there. Um, but two of the cards I was most interested in were commons, uh, namely the arcane sphere and the magic missile launcher. Mm. Uh, so you can take a look at those supply numbers and, uh, magic missile launcher. There's 2,436 copies that includes meteorite, shadow, gold, diamond, uh, those are about the same numbers as your average Genesis Legendary card. Uh, the difference being, you can only run one of any given Genesis Legendary. Magic Missile Launcher, for instance, is a common. You can and you probably should run two. So the cap on how many players can run you know, two Magic Missile Launchers is around 1,200, while the cap on players who can run any given Genesis Legendary is around 2,400. Uh, so right there, as far as like scarcity proposition goes, uh, you know, if you think Magic Missile Launcher is going to be better used competitively than your average Genesis Legendary, it should probably be a little bit more expensive. But um, last I checked, the floor was 0 0.02 for Magic Missile Launchers. Uh, they got as low as 0 0.01 last night. Damn. Uh, so again, relatively undervalued, I think. And um, I hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, but like, I, I just, I mean, I think these cards, the Etherbots set in its entirety, I think they're just so, like, just unnecessarily cool. Like, I, I love Atlanteans, and they're, so, they're such cool Atlanteans in the set. But regardless of how cool I think they are, I don't think a lot of them are very useful as far as competitive play is concerned. Yeah. Like, like Atlantean Rex. It's Atlantean terrible. Atlantean Rex might, it might be the coolest card, though. It's an Atlantean <laughs> Danosaur. <you know? laughs> But like you see, you know, it's it's a six mana nine four with no keywords or abilities. It's uh, it's a garbage card. Yeah, it's cool. Though. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Garbage card though. Yeah. But that being said, some of the cards in the set are like, I think are fantastic. I think um, Arcane Sphere probably goes into that category. Yeah, I mean, Arcane Sphere. This seems like a great card to run in Atlantean decks. Yeah. Uh, it, it might be useful enough to run in other control oriented decks i don't, I don't think uh, it'd be bad in onslaught mm. however much i hate to admit it <laughs> um i do you know I, I like it's it's just a pretty solid value creature for one mana do we read what um, it is it's a one mana one two that uh, has the text of creatures damaged by this creature get burn plus four yeah that burn plus four is pretty heavy um yeah should help against pyramid wardens in a big way. Mm. Um, you can't like blitz an axe woman into it and value trade. It'll be two mana for one mana by the end of the turn. So you could even you could even so your opponent plays pyramid warden on on turn one or two. On turn two, if you have a bag, you play arcane sphere, pip into a onslaught. It does two damage plus it gives a burn plus four. It means after your opponent ends their next turn, you get back your arcane sphere. Yeah, exactly. Disgusting. It's just uh, one interaction. It might be really, really solid in uh, those kind of lists. Um, I think Pyro Cannon is a fantastic card. Mm. Uh, Pyro Cannon, if you have it in your opening hand, it kind of shuts down any creature-oriented aggro list in the early game, which I, you know, obviously is going to be incredibly valuable. Um, and I, I think I think Magic Missile Launcher may be one of the best cards in the game. Wow! If if it's used in the right kind of control war list it's a shame that control war is like one of my least favorite archetypes. i know but um i mean it's just as far as value goes 
you get six targeted damage, you get four random damage, and four heals for four mana. Like, that's just fantastic value. I don't really care how you dice it. Um, so, I mean, these cards aren't evergreen like Genesis, but as long as they are eligible in competitive play, I do think that the better ones will see some organic demand from competitive players, you know, to actually like put in their death in their decks and get utility out of them. Yeah. And um I mean even after the fact, after they rotate out eventually somewhere down the line, they have the right kind of scarcity metrics to appeal to the more hardcore just like collectors, you know. Mm. The people that just like want a full set or like want the rarest, most scarce cards. Yeah, plus um, even once they rotate out of standard, there will likely be a historic mode at that point yeah legacy format whatever you want to, yeah exactly um, yeah so yeah i mean i think is like i said i don't think the entire set has much utility uh i do think there are some choice cards that do have utility uh but you know despite any of that um if you're going like purely based off of like a scarcity play um i don't think the prices that we've seen in this uh these early days of the market are all that bad Hmm. um so and when you combine the two and if you're a huge fan of atlanteans like i am yeah uh you know it's all too easy to end up blowing the rest of your imx eth on uh, <laughs> building out your etherbots collection <laughs> oh man uh it's uh, they're the cards i wanted the most and they're the cards i've been most focused on over this first day here and um yeah i just i after again after purchasing <laughs> i decided maybe i should see if that was worthwhile and i'm uh, really pleasantly surprised at what i found so i uh, figured i'd share it with our loyal listeners and uh if it goes right hopefully you take advantage if it goes wrong please don't blame me this is not financial advice don't speculate on cards only buy them if you want to play with them and you think it's worth it um did i cover everything <laughs> uh the only thing you didn't cover is the legendary card uh dark what's it called the iron the iron horse yeah the iron horse yeah that's the third one there did you uh grab yourself any copies of that yeah yeah i did because that card is i think the other two uh legendaries off the top of my head are okay maybe i can't really remember what they do I don't think that they were anything one, special. One is more of a meme. Yeah. Uh, one is a five mana seven seven, uh, neutral Atlantean that can only attack if you've cast a spell, and uh, the other one is a zero six. It's a three mana zero six with frontline, can't attack, and burn plus two, and it's afterlife. I believe gives two random Atlanteans to both players. <laughs> And, and the so, Iron Horse is a 7-mana protected ward 5-5 five five with an afterlife of summon a random anim. Yeah, that's a cool card in that it's, I believe, unless I'm forgetting something, that is the only card in the game that can organically leave something on the board 100% of the time against Apocalypse Now. Hmm. Uh, the first cast pops the ward, the second cast kills the Iron Horse but it'll still drop an Anim. Interesting. Um, I mean, Golem Centurion, uh, which is a Genesis card, it's a 7-mana 5-7 Atlantean, funny enough, uh, with Afterlife summon a random Legendary. You can get lucky with that, and if it summons a Legendary with Ward, obviously that will stick. Hmm. Uh, 
despite the apocalypse now, but not 100% of the time. Iron Horse is 100% of the time you'll at least have an Anim at the end of the day. Very interesting. Um, that Golden Golem, it's a neutral card, and uh, it's making me think I kind of want to buy one. Uh, I feel like, I mean, I, it's a meme card, but like I run a magic deck with zero creatures and 30 spell, 28 spells and two relics. And those relics are diamond rat rods, which I picked up tonight. Um, diamond rods and golden golems. Oh, now I feel like I need a golden cool. golden golem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be uh, pretty well. I think there was one for five ETH. Oh, okay, I never I mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the floor for golden golems is like 0.22 right now. Yeah, that's and, what I I'm mean, looking at. Again, that's that's cheaper than a chimera. And there are half as many. I get that you can run two Chimeras, but still, nevertheless, like you can look at that as a benefit, thinking like, oh, I only need to get one Golden Golem, and then I'm set. Yeah, I know. That's um, <laughs> Honestly, I was going through my mind. Uh, imagine this in a deck with 27 spells. and uh, I would, I would, I'd watch the stream, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might not be a weekend-ranked deck, but uh, it's one of my no. favorite decks to play. <laughs> so... Uh, as a as a meme deck, I mean, just imagine dropping this guy. Your opponent thinks, "Oh, well, maybe I deal with it. Maybe I don't. It can't really attack. Maybe, but I'm sitting on like five spells." Yeah, I like honestly, like, yeah. There, I mean, there are some in this set that like the collectability is mm. like a huge factor for me. Um, you know, I think the Iron Horse, like, maybe in like an Atlantean flavored deck, could find a spot. Yeah. Uh, seven mana, but seven mana is so crowded, and there's so many great options. It's probably not going to make its way into most deck lists as yeah. seven mana. But just the collectability of it um, was a big factor for me. Um, but then some of the cards, like like Ma like Magic Missile Launcher, I know I want a playset of those. Right. Like, that's just going to be a great card as long as it's eligible, um, and as long as it can't be nerfed. Uh, still not sure on that, but I mean. I don't know. It just, uh, you know, it's it's more scarce than uh, Genesis Legendary and uh, not priced appropriately. Interesting. Uh, if that ends up being the case. Um, so, yeah, again, like, not, not a recommendation, just thinking out loud. Well, uh, just walking you through my process. Let, but, me, um, let me give you, let me drip a little bit of uh, alpha myself. <laughs> I was just uh, talking on stream actually about the fact that I would literally ban Etherbots cards from every single tournament, and historically I have always banned them as well. There's so few that any community tournament, I would want them banned because only a very small amount of people can have them. And uh, personally, I don't think that's super great uh, if you have an advantage just because you could buy a card that's in such limited supply so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. If 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 the legendaries or the epics or whatever, if any of the cards end up being super super great and super super expensive, yeah, I could understand it. But like right now, like you know, the you two magic missile launchers cost less than an avatar of nature. You know, right, right. So like yeah, I w you can make an argument like yeah, there's fewer, but like also as far as like price goes, it's definitely 
more accessible, if not the same amount of accessibility, you know? Yeah, I, um, I guess now that they're for sale, finally, maybe I'll I'll examine my thoughts further. But when they were not for sale, I definitely banned oh, them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because that just yeah, that no, felt gross. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a bad idea at all. Yeah, um, someone shows up with pyro cannons, and you're like, "How does he? I don't. I can't even. I don't have that. All yeah, my things are on fire." That's that's another thing I'm most excited for is, um, you know, just people being able to experiment with them. For yeah. the first time, just uh, seeing what decks they work best in. Maybe they enable some new archetypes. Uh, I doubt it, they go that far, but couldn't help, couldn't hurt rather. And um, yeah, for sure. And I'm just uh, I don't know. I'm really interested to see uh, how it ends up playing out. I, I just I have a feeling that every single control list that can like has the means to will run two magic missile launchers. Um, I just, uh, you know, I, I wonder how that affects the price in the short term and the long term. Interesting. There is there is one card that I bought up a, a couple copies of. Um, I'm trying to see how many copies I bought. It wasn't too, too many. There wasn't that many listed for cheap, but I think I bought about like, hmm, oh, maybe I bought more than I thought. I don't know, eight or so for point, point zero zero one. I bought up what I believe is the best common card in the game, and that is Master of Indulgences. Uh, they were going for point zero zero one, so I snatched them all up. Now the cheapest one, I think, is point zero zero three, but it seems like there might only be a couple at that price. Then it goes to point four, or point zero zero four rather. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the case. <laughs> Master of Indulgences is not going anywhere. That card is so freaking good. I mean... Like I, I played and it unique. I, yeah, I played it during the weekend ranked. That's part of the reason I came in in the top ten was uh like two of the games I played I mean it came in handy in all of them, but like two of them I would have just straight up been dead. Like my opponent was playing Lysander's spear with Lysander, uh drops a Lysander, buffs it with the spear. That thing is a five nine, and if you don't kill it in one turn, it completely like regenerates and grows in strength as well at the same time like i mean that card it's got ward like that lysander is such a pain to deal with uh first yeah, game it gets a buff for sure yeah first game i played against the guy i panicked when i first saw him drop lysander and then i looked in my hand and realized oh yeah i have a master of indulgences and i have a relic equipped so by lysander and then the second time i ran into that guy i said Oh my god, I know what he's going to do. Uh, I'm going to sit on my Master of Indulgences that I have in my starting hand until I see that Lysander drop. Sure enough, that Lysander drop with Lysander's spear buff. And uh, easy clap. Played Master of Indulgences, traded health. I had a 2-9 for 4 mana and uh, changed his Lysander with the buff into a 5-2. Took 5 damage to the face took out his Lysander and uh yeah, that's a wrap yeah that was it that was just I I felt bad for the guy he was probably weeping uh Master of Indulgences is ridiculous it can go through ward it gets the health so the bigger the creature you swap with uh the better so the better your opponent's creature the better your card gets and then you just have four uh two or three durability relics that can do two damage a piece with the cudgel and the ritual rod 
and you just pick them yeah. off. It's just so easy. It's the easiest four mana play in the entire game. Uh, it, it also it auto wins against uh, a whole god power uh, chosen one. Oh yeah. If you're, if you're playing light against chosen one, yep. just hard mulligan for your master of indulgences will win. <laughs> I literally had that game happen as well this weekend, and same same thing happened. Master of indulgences killed his chosen one, and then uh, it it was a meme deck that I was playing against, and uh, he only was playing Osiris. <laughs> But uh oh, RIP. Yeah, but he got he got it back a second time and I master of indulgence it a second time. Like it was just so disgusting. It was just like Earth's not numb. not even yeah, it was just this card is so freaking good. I will buy up every copy uh that I possibly can. Maybe I'll forge into a diamond. I don't know. Yeah, open an offer. I mean like it was going for less than two dollars a copy. And this card is maybe the best in the game. Now, I understand it's common, so there are a lot of copies. And I understand that there's probably some... There, there's definitely some whales out there who probably have thousands of copies apiece. At some point, they'll probably dump. And uh, all these prices could come crashing way down. Um, so, definitely not financial advice. But uh, if, I see, if I see a less than $2 Master of Indulgences, that's going in my pocket. Floor is two dollars, people. <laughs> I mean, it's already up to point zero zero three. I think people in my stream saw me snatching them up, and they uh, they purchased all the point zero zero two ones as well. Uh, hop on, uh, hop on, or hop out the way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably, I don't know if there's any. Uh, I'll keep you know, just. You know, refreshing uh, on a couple of different cards. You know, see if there's any deals to be had in the Genesis area of the market. But yeah, for I, now, I think I'm going to be solely focused on uh, Etherbots <laughs> for the for the uh, near term. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, last night I was in the the Discord, uh, Gods Unchained Discord, just helping out new players. There was a lot of people just very very sad at how expensive everything was and i said guys the, the cards have been up for like one hour at this point it's yeah. it's simple supply and demand if there's only four copies of a card listed people are gonna list them for as much as they possibly can just wait like a week wait two weeks wait until some of the whales who haven't paid attention in a while because they've been waiting for a cheap market to be able to dump cards It'll happen. These cards will definitely go down in price. So, except for maybe you know the really really good ones might stick around the same price. Is my hope yeah, with Master or, of Indulgence, but uh, you never know. Or number go up. Who knows? But um, yeah, yeah definitely let true. let the liquidity come to you. Uh, you know, honestly, either side of the trade you're taking at this point, um, it'd probably benefit you. Um, yeah, I might sound like a hypocrite. I did sell into some thin order books, but um. Yeah, just uh, especially if you're on the buy side, patience is a virtue, I think. Yeah, for sure. Unless you're buying an Asterius. I mean, 0.16. <laughs> 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 that's, that's a good deal, guys. I mean, haven't you wanted an Asterius to play an OP light deck? All right, you know what? I'm gonna, you know what? Just North for pods on chain listeners, <laughs> I'm lowering it to 0.15 just for you guys. Also, because someone matched my offer. So, if you want an Asterius, 
It's now literally a steal at .15. I mean, this card, it's unbelievable, guys. You got to get it. While you're there, there's two diamond rolling watchers for 10 ETH apiece. <laughs> um, yeah, these are great deals, guys. We would only tell you the truth, obviously. So you definitely... There's also two rolling watchers for 98 and 95% off, respectively. <laughs> so go for those first, but afterwards, the fair market value ones are super fair market value. 10 ETH. <laughs> Sounds like a steal to me. Make my memes come true, please. <laughs> um, I did list a dense fog for ten billion U.S. dollars on IMX, um, but then I found out that John McAfee was murdered today. So my only hope of that card getting purchased is probably probably I don't dashed. Know what part of that sentence was real? It wasn't. <laughs> Literally, the whole thing was real. Uh. Yeah, John McAfee, right, by that, the way. Is that right? Yeah, he was... Well, R.I.P.? He, 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 he was found hanging in his jail cell. So he either either committed suicide because they uh, approved U.S. extradition, or since they approved U.S. extradition, uh, I believe it happened in Spain, I want to say, but I could be wrong about that. Wherever he was being held, uh, they might have been like, uh, yeah, we can finally off this guy because <laughs> let's off him before he gets out of here. And allegedly, he had said just very not too long ago uh, that if he's found hanging in jail, he did not Epstein himself or something like that. He basically said he wasn't going to hang himself, and now he was found hanging. So he's either trolling the world one last time or, uh, yeah, probably got murdered is my guess. Wow. Yeah, dark, dark turn. Intro. I know. <laughs> Dark turn of events here for for pods unchained. All things but... gods unchained, NFTs, blockchain, <laughs> and John McAfee, and conspiracy theories. Oh uh, yeah, sure. I mean, he's related tangentially to the blockchain. I mean, I remember him from pumping all kinds of shit coins. That's. Uh, I remember him from the security software. <laughs> oh God. Uh moving on. Let's talk about community questions. What do you say? Ah, my favorite. Unless you've got any more secret alpha that you want to drop on us before we move on. No, I think that's it. I'll keep you posted if I find anything else. It just, it surprised me. Yeah. The supply numbers. I just, I, I thought they'd be much higher, mm. um, especially for the commons. Um, I did not think they would be around the same supply as legendaries it's just it's still weird for me to think about like i feel like that crystal on the sides dictates supply way more than it actually does mm. uh, interesting but yeah, I, will, I mean do with it what you will i Good luck. what i did with it was i bought two pyro cannons two magic missile launchers two arcane spheres that's a great start <laughs> uh i actually bought the arcane spheres at the beginning of this episode before you leaked that alpha but then i purchased the other ones after you had mentioned what a good deal they are but arcane spheres were something i had been looking for for a while so glad we're on the same oh, yeah, page same here. same here for sure that's a yeah i feel like uh, atlanteans could really really use a and just an above average one drop yeah, I've tried to squeeze Broken Harvester into so many decks. It's just <laughs> not that great. Uh, um, 
but I I I think Arcane Sphere could uh fill a pretty pretty good gap. I'd be uh very interested to see if uh we see a caution fun weekend ranked run with Atlanteans again because we've seen uh we've seen some top tens from Caution with the Atlantean Deception. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Keep your <laughs> eyes peeled. Very excited to see that. I'm stoked. All right, let's get on to our community question. Guys, if you have questions for us, please feel free to hit us up in the discords uh, or podsunchained.com where you can leave a voice message for us and we will play it on this very podcast. But uh, this week we have a single question from Fallen Nephilim who says, uh, Hey, Copper, I wanted to thank you and Caution for your content. It's helped me adjust rather quickly to this exciting space in gaming and NFTs. I have a multiple-part question for your podcast. With the influx of new players, Immutable has focused more attention on fixing bugs and streamlining the user experience to retain them. Do you think, since it's a prize to be widely distributed, the team will want to implement card backs before they hold the Mythic draw? Do you think they will update procedure to prevent another Tethys situation? And is there anything else they need to implement beforehand? Thank you, Fallen Nephilim, for your multiple-part question, and thank you for uh, thanking us. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for the kind words. That warmed my heart. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Caution? I think when I first read this and I saw, do you think uh, the card backs will be implemented before the Mythic draw? Uh, I laughed out loud. That was my, Why is that? That was my honest response, because I have had card backs in my possession for about three years now, and they have not been implemented, and I have not heard a peep about them being implemented. I do not think it's high on their priority whatsoever. And quite frankly, that makes me a little bit sad. I know there are so many priority items, so I'm not like that sad. Um, if I think about all the other things that need to be done, of course this is lower on the priority list. But uh, man, I've had some card backs. Uh, we had the royal back from, from Genesis times. We, we got the... Uh, I don't even know what the the order and chaos I think are the two backs that we get from the first raffle we got we got if you had at least 300 tickets in your wallet you got yourself I, I think it was called an order back maybe I don't know what it was called officially but I believe the chaos back uh, is if you have 800 raffle tickets in your wallet uh, at the time of the next raffle uh, which in theory is coming up soon TM um, if you have 800 tickets, you will get yourself, I believe, what's called a chaos back. Uh, I know that there's, uh, that will be three card backs total. Plus, I know that there's a card back floating around out there, which I believe was like an open sea promo somehow. Uh, that like has like a, a stale shell looking thing on the back of it. It might be open seas logo. I'm not 100% sure. It seems more rare than the other card backs that are out there so it must have been some promo that i was unaware of but that those things have existed for like two plus years so i i have been really looking for i i'm the kind of per, i know look i know you and i are on the opposite side of the coin here you have said uh on this podcast <laughs> that you don't care if there was art for the gods if it just said the word god in text you would be fine and happy about it. But I am with the people who like the parallax and the uh, switching out their card backs, putting in their trinkets, give me some fancy boards, um, 
yeah, let me let sell NFT hats for the gods. Let me change the hats for the gods. Um, <laughs> fake mustaches, whatever, whatever they could possibly slap on as a cosmetic. Uh, and and only let me say, let me clarify this. Only because we own them do I care. If it was like a game like Hearthstone or whatever, I would. I hate cosmetics. Uh, I played Legends of Runeterra for a little bit, and there was a ton of cosmetics. And they were they were interesting. They're kind of cool, but like they all cost like ten dollars for a board or whatever, and then you just don't own it. And then there's like fifty boards. So you want me to spend like five hundred dollars buying boards, and then I just don't own them? Like not interested whatsoever. But because you own them, once I'm done with the card back, if I'm like, yeah, I don't like that one. I don't use that one. Uh, I can raffle it away on my stream or something. You know, like I I love the idea that we can give these things away sell them on the market, etc. Um, and you can spruce up your board uh, for a little while if you want to pick one up, you know? So that's my two cents on the card back uh, being implemented. But do I think it's even going to happen before the end of this year? No. I don't think it's on their roadmap even a little bit just because they have so many other important things to do. What do you think? <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Can you repeat all that? Yeah, sure. Um, so basically I, <laughs> I I yeah, here here comes caution being a uh, being a scrooge about the aesthetics. Um <laughs> Nah, I I bet the carbacks being implemented. Hmm. Um I I don't want to pretend to know their thought process. Um I do hope that it's lower on their priority list. Um just because like I I don't particularly care uh personally um i forgot i even owned a card back until uh, <laughs> copper reminded me just now that i have one from the first uh trial of the gods raffle oh god but um yeah i don't know it makes it makes no difference to me um i you know i hope they focus on those bug fixes and uh oh yeah reducing the friction of like onboarding new users uh before For they sure. move on to some aesthetics like that oh yeah daily um, quests yeah anything there's new content but um yeah that you, being said you said i think uh as far as like is there anything else they need to implement beforehand uh before they conduct the second you know trial of the gods draw containing the one of one mythic card um i would like to see them distribute the trinkets and you know card backs if need be uh uh and boards uh i i don't care so much about being able to equip them or use them in game yet but having them as tradable assets uh and just distributing those to their rightful owners uh before conducting the next raffle i'd prefer to see that because i like copper said there i agree wholeheartedly the most important thing to me with all of these in-game items, the cards themselves that have actual utility or the aesthetic stuff, the most important aspect to me is the sovereign ownership of it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely like to see them get the prizes from the last raffle into people's wallets before they uh, move on to the next one. But, you know, at the same time, I'm I'm pretty indifferent. Uh, that means that if I do win the Mythic, I will be all up in the feedback channel. 
you know, when distribution just over and over. I'll be relentless if I, uh, if I end up hitting there. Oh, man. Um, Who would I'd also be? like one of those uh, Chimera trinkets. I think those are cool. Yeah, they have some really nice trinkets for uh, for the raffle and some nice boards. I really hope they introduce forging of those things. But again, I know that's something that's so far off. But like those top tier versions of those trinkets and stuff, they just look they look good. Yeah, core core game loop functionality, then other. <laughs> as far as like what I'd like them to prioritize. But um, yeah, sooner the better for all of it, I think, of course, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I will say that I, I believe they said, but I don't want to put any words in anyone's mouth, but I do believe they have already said that they, they have updated the procedure to prevent another Tethy situation. I don't know 100% what that method would be. I don't know if it's that they'll like send out like a claim link, um, and so the person has to click the link, and maybe they only have you know, 60 or 90 days or whatever. And if they don't claim it, then they'll give it to someone else. Um, I, I don't know if that's what their new method is, but that would be one thing they could do. Um, I, I, I believe they, in fact, I'm like a hundred percent sure that they said that they were very much not happy with the fact that, uh, they had to send Tethys to a dead address, but they did it anyway because they wanted to, you know, stick to their word. So props for that. Um, yeah, immutable. Yeah. But uh, I also am glad that they're now changing. I believe again. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but I'm I'm pretty confident. I read uh, back when this happened um, in some type of post mortem that they kind of said, "Yeah, I wish." Uh, I think next time we'll do something different where where there's this will never happen again. I'm 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 almost a hundred percent sure that they said those exact words. This will never happen again. So, uh, and and obviously it makes sense too, right? Like the, this is one of the biggest hype events you know for for gods unchained is giving away these these mythic cards that are supposed to happen four times a year but have only happened uh well i guess we haven't had one in about a year uh or yeah, less uh, or less than <laughs> less than i mean it's i think tethys was the last one and that one never got distributed so it's been it's been a lot less than four per year so uh yeah, these these events are definitely important and rare. So I, I think it's extremely important that you know you get a winner. And uh, honestly, I hope personally that it's someone you know that we know from the community, just so uh, you know it can help build hype and and bring more more awareness to the game. Um, if it's just some rando with an address that we never hear from and we never get to know who it was, that's a little bit sadder in my opinion. We never get to say like, oh, congrats for winning the thing. Um, and 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 maybe we, we feel like it might be a Tethys 2.0 because just some rando person who never comes forward claims it, but they just never come forward and say who it was. But uh, yeah, uh, I hope you win it, Caution. I'm pulling for you. I hope you win it, Caution. Ah, oh, Thanks uh yeah i mean honestly though I, I just yeah i hope it's someone we know you know i agree wholeheartedly um real quick just across the wire here uh Ooh. about an hour ago in the general channel of the gu discord um confirmation from mod james the next focus is the forge nice uh, also mentions uh etherbots redemptions for remaining parts that are eligible and uh Derek popped in to add to what Mod James said by saying, we'll also be minting to IMX the Shadow Draw cards and Star Store cards to round out the mainnet cards. 
So that's fantastic news. Those are uh, two of those things that I was hoping they would implement before conducting a new uh, a new mythic draw. So, uh, also, hey, what the heck? Yeah, also about... Let's, let's do it next week. Also about the <laughs> mythic draw, Derek uh, said uh, the final stage for collection titles will sit around mythic draw as that's the last Trial of the Gods event to round off that set's journey in Season 1. So uh, that's important for anybody who's looking to get a collection title. Uh, higher collection titles equals higher prizes. I think you get better boards uh, or a better board. I'm not sure how many you get, uh, depending on your collection title. But for anybody who's near one of those thresholds, if you uh, check out the, their collection titles blog post, um, there are different numbers of cards that you need to own in order to get those things. And for me, I'm 18 uh, Genesis cards away from owning all the Genesis cards. Uh, so I am... And all the trial cards? I own all the trial cards. I own all the core cards. I don't own all the Etherbot cards, but they don't count towards uh, towards your, your collection count, uh, for, for collection titles anyway. Uh, at least not yet. Um, so I got you planning on picking up those remaining 18. Oh, you know, I want them so bad, but they're all legendary except one. Somehow I don't have a compost charm. So compost charm will be cheap, but, uh, uh, yeah, but man, those legendaries. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 Announcement one minute ago. Uh Oh, God's Unchained token. Oh shit. What the fuck? You're invited to join the pantheon of dollar sign G-O-D-S, the official token of Gods Unchained, made in partnership with Nine Realms. Gods is the official ERC-20 token of Gods Unchained, offering active staking rewards, governance, and a huge bump to play to earn's utility. More info to come, but gain a glimpse of the future below. Holy shit, Caution. Did they just drop this? Out of nowhere? Yeah. Who the hell is Nine Realms? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, is an airdrop coming? Yes, an airdrop will be coming in the near future. Uh, pre-sale? Public sale? Does it say that? Yeah, it says there's 20 million total tokens. 12.3 million allocated to the community. 1.4 million allocated to the public sale. Whoa. This is wild, and we were literally just finding about, out about this uh, in real time. Wow. And there's a lot of information on two different websites. So. Staking rewards can be earned by players who complete in game campaigns. Caution, this is. Uh, this is wild. It can spend God's tokens to fuse in game cards into NFTs being minted directly onto IMX. That sounds like flux. <sighs> this is Or is it like evolution style stuff? Yeah, it kind of sounds like I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it I guess it almost sounds like the Star Store where you can buy a card basically using your god tokens like yeah. but yeah, I don't know. It sounds no, like flux you use too. The to god's fuse. tokens. Yeah, it's a uh, forge in-game cards into on-chain assets that just sounds like flux 
This is right. mortals can use gods to craft oh, NFTs, purchase packs from the gods and gods unchained marketplace, and earn even more rewards by holding the tokens in the immutable marketplace. It also represents voting power. Wow. Voting power? What big oh, news. This is I've I've been looking for some sort of decentralized governance mechanism in Gods Unchained just for uh you know, not, not just like some development decisions, like how do we go about getting Genesis onto IMX? Remember when there was that debate, like are players going to have to deposit them onto IMX or should we just do it for them or should right. we just appreciate the old chain and just mint fresh assets on IMX? Decisions like that, like leave it up to the community and yeah, uh, I guess your voting power is based on how many uh, gods tokens you hold. Um, I would also like to see some input for balancing uh, using some sort of uh, governance token. So maybe we'll get to see some of that. This is so wild. I mean, I love an airdrop. Yeah. A, I'll take that for sure. Users will be rewarded with gods based on their genesis and trial of the gods collection. Yeah, so collection stage, title. Are still yeah, they're just still determining the exact allocation for the airdrop. I wonder if you'll benefit from duplicates. Um, yeah, it says collection. Know, like, I think it says collection title specifically, right? Not just collection. No, it just says collection. Um, users will be rewarded with gods based on their genesis and trial of the gods collection. So I wonder if like shiny cards are weighted more heavily than meteorite cards. Mm. I wonder if, uh, you know, it's just individual unique cards. I wonder if it's, you know, if you own a thousand of one common, is it the same as somebody owning like two of 500 different commons? That's wild. Um, that is interesting. They took, oh, the snapshots have already been taken apparently. Oh yeah. Uh, three separate snapshots. Genesis was taken on June 22nd. Uh, Trial of the Gods was taken on June 24th. Oh, so that was like, <laughs> two hours ago um, it's still the 23rd here yeah uh and some of the trial guys remain unminted we took a separate snapshot and that's the same date okay um are insane. there other ways to participate in the airdrop yes we are looking to have a smaller allocation of tokens to allow all community members in a separate airdrop uh, when do we get the tokens when tokens um <laughs> they're hoping to distribute the airdrop in q3 q4 this year um all right wow well we've got ourselves some some reading up to do and uh some speculating to have but uh for now i think we'll end the podcast on that absolutely insane huge bullish uh note for gods unchained in my opinion i mean this is huge that is yeah that is so massive this is uh this this is something we had all been talking about and and you know with all the things that they they have to do uh i kind of assume that this was one of the things that uh would would happen eventually but probably not certainly not all of a sudden in the middle of a podcast that i think that this would just come out of nowhere yeah what a what a drop holy moly yeah uh actually in shock but uh Regardless, let's spin up that little link, and uh, I'm sure we will have a hell of a lot to talk about next week on Pods Unchained. So uh, tune in, as always, again next week. Caution, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for, for, for having that dripping alpha session, and uh, we'll talk next week. 
Wow. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm so beside myself. My mind's already elsewhere. Um, hey, thanks for listening as always, guys. Uh, Copper, always a pleasure, man. And uh, yeah, until next time. Take it easy. I hope that it's healing You bring so much fortitude. I'm so excited for you. Things are so bright for you. I hope that it's healing you. You bring so much fortitude. I'm so excited for you.